from the Church of God, located at 4601 South Drexel Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, where the pastor is Elder Ricky Dukes. by the Mass Choir, Holy Hands, directed by Sister Carla Maddox, and I'll Stand, directed by Sister Sylvia Dukes.
our next voice you will hear will be that of our associate minister, Elder Walter Hall. Song says, anybody here going to stand? Yes. It's easy to sing the song, but some of us all together to stand. Thank God I have a mind to, to stand in these last days and live true to God. It's not popular to stand. Thank God. Let's stand anyway by the grace. Let's stand for God. Anybody here going to stand? Songs that I'll stand. No, no, stand. I'll stand. By the grace of God. Why? Jesus gave his life on Calvary. And what more can we do than to stand? Thank God for his faithfulness. Thank God for another opportunity to send forth the word of God in song and the word. And at this time, we're going to look to the Lord in prayer that God will bless the service. Thank God for those that tune in on, on the different me- social media. Thank God for your presence. Pray to God you may receive a blessing from the broadcast this morning as we look to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, dear God, in Jesus Christ's most righteous name, we thank you, God, for your faithfulness. Father, we thank you once again, dear God, Lord, for being mindful of us, dear God, and not leaving us alone. And how you woke us up this morning, dear God, stars on our way, dear God, and we don't want to take that for granted this morning, dear God, but just your mercy, dear God, Lord, that we're not consumed, dear God. And, and Lord, we're glad, Lord, for salvation this morning, dear God. Uh, we're glad, Lord, for the price that Jesus paid on Calvary, dear God. Uh, Lord, shed his precious blood. You and I we might be saved from a life of sin and shame, dear God. And, Lord, we pray you bless um, the, the broadcast this morning, dear God, to go forth the airwaves, dear God, and the, and the social media, dear God. And, God, we pray you will bless the man, God, he will stand before us, dear God. And, Pray to God your Holy Spirit would do its office work. God, you would talk to hearts. God, you would talk to the souls of men. Every time we need the word of God. God, we need your word now. God, we need your presence this morning, dear God. God, will you move one more time? God, will you lift burdens? Will you break chains of sin? Those that bound this morning may be broke free this morning. God, we pray in Jesus' name. False song said, God, Jesus paid it all. And all to him we owe this morning. God, will you move in this audience in radio land, dear God, in the, in the broadcast land, in social media, wherever it might be seen. Praying, God, your Holy Spirit do us all his work. Yes. God, we thank you right now for what you've done. Thank you. Those that are not feeling well, those that are sick this morning, dear God. And God, we're praying for a divine touch this morning. Yes. Now, Father, have your way. And God, we certainly praise you. We ask these things in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. Once again, we see, we see ingredients of those in social media and Periscope and other avenues. Thank God for joining with us. And I'll be God who wants to speak to us this morning. Amen. Amen. So without further ado, let's, we, we're going to call Elder Darius Brown to come. God gave him a burden. And let's pray that God will use him to deal with the souls of men. Let's receive Elder Darius Brown by saying amen. Amen. God bless you, Elder. Good afternoon to the saints here and those in social media. We certainly welcome you and thank you for joining us on this afternoon. I'm grateful to be saved from sin. How about you? Amen. Amen. And I'm glad that in times like these, I have an anchor. Yes, sir. How about you? Yes, sir. Do you have something that will hold you in difficult times? It don't sound like a lot of you do. Do, do, you, do you have something that will hold you in difficult times? Something that will encourage you when you don't have the money you want to have? Something that will enable you to keep a smile on your face when it seems like you got nothing to smile about? 
Something that will allow you to stand the test of time when tests and trials are trying to take every ounce of joy you have. I'm glad I have an anchor this afternoon. I know who I serve and I know who I'm serving right now. I know who's still on the throne. And no matter what happens in life, God is still in control. I love the fact that my Savior never loses control. Man, sometimes they lose control. Thus you have accidents and all that type of stuff. But God never loses control. No matter how crazy the world may seem, God is always at the helm. He's always in control of everything that happens. And sometimes life have a way of shattering us and shaking us. But once we get ourselves together, we come back to the realization God is still in control. After I'm done stressing and my hair falling out and got ulcers and can't sleep at night, when it's all said and done, God is still in control. So I might as well go to sleep. I might as well rest. I might as well stop fighting it. Might as well stop allowing my flesh to have me all troubled in things. The one scripture says, those of you that are troubled, rest with us. Man, we was messed up in sin, saints. And we came to him sick of sin. And I didn't come in to start worrying and stressing all over again. Now, you know, the reality is sometimes that happens. But when it's in my control, man, some of that stuff, I'm like, well, Lord, hey, there's a sign that say you go ahead and go to sleep. I'm going to be up anyway. Sign God. Well, look, since he going to be up anyway, one of us, he don't need no sleep. I do. So I might as well go to sleep and let him handle the problems. No need in stressing myself out and worrying about all his business. You know, when you get mail from somebody else's house, you ought to get them people they mail. We're holding on to folks' mail. You got my light bill, go on, give it to me. I mean, you know, you got my check, go on, give me my check. It got my name on. Well, listen, some of our burdens, a lot of our burdens don't have our names on them. The Bible says the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. So what we need to do is give God his mail. Well, I'm going to be stressed out about your light bill. That ain't my light bill. They say five days. That ain't my name. That's your name. Well, when it comes to our battles, we need to give God his mail. I don't need to be stressing out how it's going to work out while you're trying to figure it out. He didn't already. Psalms, the 12th chapter, that's our little appetizer as we get into the word of God. (laughs) Psalms, the 12th chapter. And I pray that you'll pray for me and with me. I have a heavy burden on my heart. Some burdens wake you up in the middle of the night. Some burdens keep you uh, before the Lord. And sometimes God just talk to you, talk to you through the night. And, you know, you try and say, well, okay, I think I'm done. And God said, no, there's more. And heavy burden. Pray for me on this afternoon. Hebrews, the, I'm sorry, Psalms, the 12th chapter. And let's start at verse number one, please. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. For the godly man ceaseth. And I love this verse because the urgency of the verse calls out right away. And I don't know about you, but just a little while ago, we had to stop everything and say that very thing. Help, Lord. 
And I don't know about you, but I've got battles and I've got situations and I've got circumstances and it requires some time for me to pull away and talk to him. Yes, sir. And there's an urgency that the psalm writer had. He said, help, Lord. Come on. For the godly man ceases. For the godly man ceases. For the faithful fell from among the children of men. We are under attack. We are under attack. Holiness is going away. You can't hardly find holy men. You can't hardly find holy women. He said, help, Lord. There's an attack going on. We can't hardly find people that are living the way the Bible say. We can't hardly find people that are living the way God requires. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth. Come on. For the faithful fell from among the children of men. There's some people that once were saved, but the pressures of life, the pressures of testing trials, the pressures of temptation have caused some to go back on God. Help, Lord. I mean, this afternoon, there's an urgency. You and I need to recognize that the help we need is coming from one source. That's right. It don't come from Buddha. It don't come from Muhammad. It don't come from some prophet. It comes from the Lord. And the psalmist said, help Lord for the godly man ceases. I don't know about you, but some battles that you go through, you've got to stop and say, help Lord. The devil's trying to break me. The devil's trying to break my very integrity. Help Lord. When we pray, we don't pray all pretty when we under attack. Our Father which art in heaven, when you under attack, you fall to your knees. Man, you in tears. There's not. There's agony. You saying, help, Lord. The faithful fail. The devil's trying to make me a bad word. The devil's trying to make me a memory. The devil's trying to wipe me off the mat. Help, Lord. Testing trials, pressure, stress. Help, Lord. Don't forsake us. Don't turn your back on us. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Saints, if ever there was a time we need help, it's right now. Amen. It's true. Can I get a witness? Yes, amen. If ever there were a time we need God's help, it's right now. Not another second, not another minute. I need you now. Help, Lord. The devil has pulled an all-out attack on the saints of God, and we need to say, help, Lord. Help me right where I am. Help me in my test. Help me in my mind. Help me in my battle. Help me in my body. Help me on my job. Help me in my marriage. Help me with my children. Help, Lord. I need you like never before. Help, Lord. There's an agony. There's an urgency. Help, Lord. Saints, we need to recognize the devil ain't playing with us. We are living in a time where people are seeking help everywhere but where they need to. They don't mind going to AA, NA, MA, whatever, ever A there is. They just don't want to go to the Lord. We're living in a time where hatred and division and, and anger and bitterness is ripping this country apart. And if ever there were a time where some holy folks need to fall on their face 
and say, help, Lord. Hatred, racism, bitterness, divide. Help, Lord. More churches than there ever were. More hypocrites than there ever were. Help, Lord! My God. We're under attack, saints. Read on, please. They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor. They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor. With flattering lips and with a double heart. This is the problem. People have double hearts. They sing on Sunday and cuss on Monday. Most times Sunday night. They go to church on Sunday, but they act like the devil on Sunday night. What a double heart. And holiness, saints, is under attack. And God still has the same requirement. Second Peter, the first chapter. Pray for me as we go through this here. People are seeking help everywhere but where they ought to be looking. God has set this thing up where you're only going to get help from one source. I don't care how much education you get, education will not help your soul. I don't care how much money you get, money will not help your soul. I don't care how much fancy careers you get, how big your house is, it will not help your soul. There is only one source that will help your soul. And David said, help Lord, because when we're in trouble, I ain't never seen nobody say help dollar. I ain't seen one person having a heart attack say help Mercedes. I ain't seen one person on their deathbed say, help VP of finance. But everybody, when they're on their way to eternity, something comes out of your soul. Help, Lord. We need God's help. Second Peter 1 and 14, read please. Knowing that surely... I must put off this tabernacle. Even well, I want First Peter one. Oh, First Peter. First Peter one fourteen. Amen. As obedient that. children. As obedient children. Not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in this your ignorance. This is still the standard for God's people. Not fashioning yourself according to the former lust. Read. But as He which hath called you is holy. You and I are not able. We're not. We don't have the authority to create our own version of holiness. The times we're living in, people are trying to create their own version of salvation. The kind that lets you snap on folks. The kind that lets you have a nasty attitude. The kind that lets you be unforgiving. The kind that lets you still party. The kind that lets you still take a sip every once in a while. The Bible said, but as he just like he which have called you is holy. Your holiness got to be just like he. And you'll find the Bible tell us we're supposed to be partakers of his holiness. So God didn't leave it up to you and I to determine our own version of holiness. There is this outbreak among millennials and among the young people of this generation. And I'm going to tell you what it is. They don't even know what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's a spirit of Gnosticism. Mm. They don't know what it is, but that's what it is. Gnosticism taught that 
man wasn't inherently bad. <laughs> no, man isn't inherently bad. It taught that knowledge was spirituality. Mm. And the more you knew, the more you became like God. Mm. So you study, you study, and you become more spiritual. My God. And this is why you hear people say, I ain't no Christian, I'm spiritual. And when you dig into what they mean by spirituality, they mean knowledge. You got to study. You got to learn your ancestry. You got to learn where you came from. It's the study to think that studying and knowledge makes you spiritual. They're looking for help in knowledge instead of looking for help in God. And their lives don't change one bit. After you're done studying Hotep and all the rest of that stuff, okay. tell me how it's going to help you live free from sin. All right, now. What they'll tell you is knowledge is spirituality. Mm. I'm holy because of what I know. Mm. See, you got a def different definition. I'm spiritual. See, I studies. You're seeking help and knowledge, but knowledge won't save you. The Bible yeah. say knowledge puffeth up. Can yes. I show you something else about knowledge? Can I show you something mm -hmm. else about knowledge? Why it won't help you? Go to 2 Timothy. Mm -hmm. 2 Timothy 3 and 7. People are seeking help everywhere but where they need to seek it. God going to fix it where you got to come back his way. Uh -huh. You may not come today. You may not come tomorrow, but I can guarantee you as sure as you sitting here, you're going to come his way one day and you're going to say the very words that we read in our opening scripture. You're going to say, help, Lord. People are not asking for help from the Lord. Ever learning. What the Bible say? Ever learning. Oh, I'm studying the deep mystery. I'm studying my ancestry. I'm studying Hotep. I'm studying all the deep, the, 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 the secret, the pyramids and hieroglyphics. I'm, I'm digging in. See, I'm getting real spiritual. But the Bible says what? Ever learning. Ever learning. And never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. You're an educated fool. The Bible say the fool have said in his heart there is no God. Amen. People figure if I just study, if I just get more knowledge, I'm going to be spiritual. But the only way you're going to be spiritual is if you come and get some help from the only one that can help you, and that's God. Help, Lord. Psalms 94. Psalms 94. Let's get through this. People are seeking help in parties, mm -hmm. seeking help in drinks. Seeking help in relationships. You'll find that the woman in John the fourth chapter was messing around with all them different men. And many times people are asking for the wrong thing. Even some of God's folks. There are many times we ask God for the wrong thing. We don't ask for what we need. We ask for what we want. This woman in John, the fourth chapter, she came to the well and Jesus was like, give me something to drink. And she started talking to him and he said, look, I got living water. Mm -hmm. You'll never thirst again. She's like, give me some of that water. But she didn't want it for her soul. She just want, I want some of this good water you talking about. Mm -hmm. And Jesus had to dig in. Mm -hmm. And when he dug in, he found out you, you trying to find your help in men. Mm. You done been with five and the one you with now ain't your husband. There are people that are jumping from relationship to relationship. 
If I could just get the right man, I'd be good. If I could just get the right woman, I'd be good. If I could get the right both of them, I'd be good. All type of spirits, all type of spirits. We're so lost as a society, we don't know what's a man and what's a woman. Help, Lord. We're confused that our sons, whether or not they girls or boys, help, Lord. We're confused which bathroom we ought to be able to go in. Help, Lord. There are laws right now that if I come to work tomorrow and decide I want to be called Darina, you've got to accommodate me. Help, Lord. We're in trouble, church. We need to be on our faces saying, help, Lord. Why? Because we're still here. We're still in this world, even though we're not of the world. We need to say, help, Lord. Help me to stand against the wiles of the devil. Folks are looking for help. They're looking for help in relationships. They're looking for help in education. They're looking for help in money. And just in sin as a whole. Psalms 94 and 16. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? God said, I want to I know who I can help out. Who going to rise up? We sang the song, anybody here going to stand? Who going to stand? Who's going to say, Lord, by your grace, if you help me, God, I won't compromise. People are compromising around the church of God. They're compromising and still professing salvation. Going back to things they know were wrong, things they know were sinful, things they know God wasn't pleased with. They are realigning with it and saying, I'm still saved, just like I always was. Help, Lord. But the Bible says, who's going to rise up? We got marches for everything. They stole my dog. They called me the wrong word. Me and my girlfriend can't get married. But who's going to rise up against sin? Who gonna rise up and say God not pleased with two wives and two husbands? Who gonna rise up and say God ain't pleased with transgender lifestyles? Who gonna rise up and say God ain't pleased with weed smoking? Who gonna rise up and say God ain't pleased with fornication and adultery and gambling and partying? Who gonna rise up? They're trying to silence us. They're trying to put us down. They're trying to mute us. But who gonna rise up? Help, Lord. Who gonna rise against the evildoers? Or come on. Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Come on. Unless the Lord had been my help, Man, my soul had almost listen. dwelt in listen. silence. If we don't get help from God, we gonna shut our mouths. If we don't get help from God, we gonna compromise. If we don't get help from God, we're going to start backpedaling. Well, at the further review, maybe one can sin and still be saved. We need God's help. We ain't got time to miss prayer time with God. We ought to be begging him. Lord, help. Do you feel the devil being after you? Yes, sir. Psalms 46. Let me show you who our help is. People are looking all kind of ways. You find people look for help in money. They figure if I just chase the mighty dollar. Can I tell you money don't meet every, every need? This is why folks who millionaires and billionaires still committing suicide. 
Because after you got all that money, your soul still is empty. There was a man at the gate beautiful in Acts, the, the second or third chapter. He was at the gate beautiful and he saw the disciples and he was trying to get some help. Mm-hmm. A couple of dollars. He was looking for arms. A handout. But, but he didn't recognize they had something better than money. See, Saint, sometimes we go to God asking oh for the wrong thing. I'm going to show you that if I have time. This man at the gate, beautiful, he was asking for the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. He wanted some money. Mm-hmm. Some folks have come to church today because you told somebody you was going to come. And you're like, well, I came. I kept my promise. But, but God said, no, I got something bigger in store for you. This ain't just you keeping a promise. I got something bigger in store for you. That man was laid at the gate and he saw the disciples. He was like, man, they like they got some money. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all got some arms y'all want to give a brother? Mm-hmm. And Peter looked at him. Uh-huh. He said, man, listen, silver and gold, I ain't got no money. Uh-huh. You ask a lot of us for some money and like, give me a big loan, give me a couple thousand, give me 10,000, 15,000. Look, I can't give you all that, but I'll give you some help, though. I'll show oh you where God. to get the help from. Let me show you where I got my help from. Let me point you in the right direction. Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but the little I do got, I do know somebody who can deliver you from your current condition. I do know somebody. You've been lame all your life. You've been a smoker all your life. You've been a gambler all your life. You've been bed hopping all your life. I know somebody who can get you out that condition. No, I ain't got no money, but I got something better than that. I got something that'll last through eternity. I got something that'll fix your life. He says, silver and gold, I ain't got it. But the well, little I do I get, have, I give it give to you. Thee. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Listen, we serve a God that will deliver you from sin instantaneously. We serve a God that all you got to do is meet his conditions of sin. Lord, please forgive me for all my sin. And instantly. Sometimes you go to get help and you got to wait. Give, give us about two weeks. We'll review your case and see if we can help you out. Not with God. God, like all you got to do is meet the conditions. All you got to do is be tired and willing to give it up. You tired. You willing to give it up. Instantly. And we all happy. We tell everybody, I got help. I got help. He helped me out. He delivered me. That man jumped up and they saw him leaping and praising God. He got raised from his sinful condition. Yes, amen. Help, Lord. Read, please. What did I call? Psalms chapter 46. Verse number one. God is our refuge and strength. God. Not Mohammed, not the Dalai Lama. God. Not what I studied yesterday. God. Not my ancient history, God. Not my ancestors, God. Not hieroglyphics, God. It's not the Muslim faith, God. It's not the Baptist, Catholic, Methodist. God is our refuge and strength. People going to church every Sunday, still living like the devil. But people go to church, they trying to find some help. They tired of the way they living. And they come to church... And everybody just rocking and having a good time, but your soul is crying out. And you're looking around, can anybody hear my, my, my cry? Will anybody hear? But the music drowning all that out. And you leave out just as empty as you came in. People are seeking help. 
God is our refuge and strength. What else? A very present help in trouble. He's a very present help. Hebrews 4. God knows what our needs are. There are some saints that are here and you need God's help. Some of us, we, we wearing the mask of a smile, but we going through some stuff. And God said, I need to hear from you, though. Mm-hmm. See, this, you like the dog sitting on the nail. You howling, but you ain't got up because it don't hurt you bad enough. God want to hear somebody cry out, help, Lord. Yes. God, I have gone the distance. I've tried everything I know, and I've come to this wall and I need help. I've come to this mountain, and I've been here before, but the, the difference this time is I need help. I'm tired of going around in circles. I'm tired of it. What did I call? Hebrews chapter 4. Verse number 16. Let us therefore come boldly. I told you sometimes we ask for the wrong thing. The woman asked for some water, but she needed salvation. The man asked for some money at Beautiful, but he needed to be healed. And there are people that need to be healed. There are people that need to be healed from the scars and the effect of sin. And the only thing that will heal you, the only thing that will help you, is not going to lay on somebody's couch and pay $150 an hour. That has its place. But at at the end of the day, if God don't help you, after five years of counseling, If God don't help you, you won't be helped. People trying to substitute God for other things. And it ain't going to work. Because God is our refuge and strength. He's a very present help. And he ain't going to let you get it nowhere else. It comes through him primarily. Hebrews 4.16 says what? Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Many times we go to God in prayer. God, get me out of this. Get them off me. Deliver me, deliver me, deliver me, deliver me. Get me out of this. Help, Lord, get me out of this. But we're asking for the wrong thing. He says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy. He's giving out mercy. He's handing that out. We learned about that last week. He's giving out mercy. He's just handing that out. Handing out mercy. Anybody who need it, anybody who wanted God, handing out mercy. Read, please. And find grace to come, help but, 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 in but, but, time. But, 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 when it comes to grace, you got to find it. Okay. And listen, he says, find grace to do what? To help. Because some of us are in situations and you need a particular type of grace. Yeah. 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 I don't need shut mouth grace when God telling me I need to speak to the person that I had a fallout with. I need open mouth grace. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's got whatever grace you need to help you, but you got to find it. And too many times we go to God saying, give me this, give me that, but we ain't asking for grace. And that's where our help is. Sometimes God ain't going to take you out of it. He's going to give you. Sometimes help don't come the way you think it's going to come. There was the man who said, Lord, I want you to save me. And they sent a helicopter. No, I'm waiting on God. They sent a boat. No, I'm waiting on God. And finally he died. And he said, well, why you ain't come save me? He said, I sent the helicopter. I sent the boat. Too many times we looking for help somewhere else. And the true help comes from getting before God and saying, God, help me. 
God, I'm here again. I need you again. I need your help. Psalms 121. I need your grace to get me through this point in my life, this dark season in my life. I need your help, Lord. So, Lord, give me grace for this time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to ask God, Lord, help me to pray the right prayer. Yes. Get me out, get them yeah. off, change them, change him, change her, change everybody except me. My God. No, you need grace. Yeah. You need grace. Grace to die. Yeah. Grace to be slain. Psalms 121. But I, people nowadays are, God is putting people in situations to make them recognize they need him. And folks so stubborn and bold, they'd rather go down in flames than to say, Lord, help me. You ever been wrestling somebody and like, one of your siblings and you trying to make them say uncle? Yeah. And they, mm, how you saying it? Almost about to pop your arm out the socket. Because you're too stubborn to say uncle. That's how some folks are with God. He done put you on your back. He done slammed you all kind of ways. Let all type of problems happen in your life and you still tell me, no, no, I'm a, I, no, I'll be all right. No, 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 I, I could take it. No, I, no, no, no. You just being stubborn and stiff necked and God said you're going to need help. Right. <laughs> what he trying to do is get you to a point where you get help on this side because one day you're going to ask for help, but you're going to be on the other side. Amen. Psalms 121 and 1. What does that say? I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. I'm lifting up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help. People nowadays, I'm going to take a book out of my pastor's page. He does stuff like this. So bear with me. Just some of my thoughts. People would rather be religious than righteous. Mm -hmm. They'd rather go under the heading of being spiritual than truly being saved. They'd rather be victims than victors. They'd rather be hypocrites than holy. They'd rather be compromisers than conquerors. They'd rather live defeated lives than delivered lives. And they'd rather be inspirational than anointed. My God. You got a lot of folks, they don't mind being inspirational. That's what a lot of the people in the pool pit are. They inspirational. They said you were never going to be nothing, but look at you now. You are, you got money, you got a job. They said you weren't going to. Inspiration. But when it comes to anointing, anointing makes folks uncomfortable. Anointing says you're still committing sin and God's not pleased with you. Anointing says you're still living in the shacking relationship and God ain't pleased. That's anointing. But folks would rather be inspirational. They want you to buy their books. So they're not going to tell you about your sin. The Bible says fools make a mock at sin. We're living in a time where people, they make a mock at sin. They think yeah. it's funny for a man to dress up like a woman. <laughs> we've gotten comfortable with sin. We've embraced sin. And now we've embraced two men and two women. And we watch shows and laugh at it. <laughs> That's her boyfriend. That's his boyfriend. That's her girlfriend. <laughs> they make a mock at sin. And if God's people ain't careful, we'll be all intertwined. <laughs> Who gonna rise up? Who gonna say my eyes ain't looking at that? Help, Lord! Oh, check my DVD. 
check my entertainment, check my music. If there's anything about me that's uplifting wickedness, that's uplifting sin, God change me, help me, claim me. Help, Lord. What did I call? Come on. Psalms 121, verse 2. My yeah. help cometh from the Lord. I know where my help comes from. Which my made, help comes from the Lord. Which made heaven and earth. He made heaven and earth. I got to move on. Psalms 108. 108, people are dependent on people to help them. Listen, God ain't going to let nobody help you more than him. Right. Mm -hmm. And many times people have idols set up. Yep. They put this thing above God and in front of God. And you're looking for that thing to help you, and God will put a hole in the bottom of that thing. It'll fall all the way through. And you sitting there scratching your head, I just don't know why my relationships don't work out. Because mm. you left God. And if he let you have good relationships after you left him, he'd have to tear them pages out the book. If you can have a wonderful life after having a relationship with God and quitting him and walking away from him, if you can have a good life, he'd have to go get all them folks out of hell who he put in hell. It's amazing people backslide on God, people compromise on God, and then they trying to figure out why their life ain't working out. Mm. You left your help. Mm. Children being rebellious, boyfriend knocking you upside the head, cheating on you, bothering your children, all type of stuff because you've left the only one who ever loved you. Help, Lord. 108 and 11. Psalm 108 and 11. Will not thou, O God, who has cast us off, and will not thou, O God, go forth with our host? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Vain is the help of man. Sometimes you call all your friends, and ain't none of them there for you. And even when they are, they can't dry your tears at night. They can't fix the void you feel without God. He gonna make sure of that. Jonah, the second chapter. We just talking about help, Lord. Jonah had ran away from the Lord. He did opposite what the Lord say. And there's a lot of you out in media land, social media land, and even in this audience, you running from God. And people will ask God for help for, for something. They just won't ask for help for their soul. They'll say, help me get this job, Lord. Help me get this loan approved, Lord. Help me get this house, Lord. Help my child get in this school, Lord. Help me get this promotion, Lord. What about your sins? In Jesus' name, amen. We'll ask him for help for everything except our souls. But we need him. Help, Lord. We need him. Jonah, the second chapter, started verse 1. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. Jonah was running from God, so God created a fish, and God got a fish for everybody who's running from him. It can be drugs, it can be pride, it can be bad relationship. God will put you in a fish so you can recognize you need his help. Read, please. And said, what he said? I cried by reason of mine affliction Man, unto the as Lord. as a result of what I'm going through, I cried. Read, please. By reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. He heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. I was in the belly of hell, or in other words, I was close to the grave. Jonah was in the belly of this, this fish. And water and all this stuff is coming in. 
All type of stuff that that fish had is coming in, and he down there in the belly. Read, please. And thou heardest. You heard me. For thou hast came, cast me into the deep, and in the midst of the seas, and the floods come past me about. Some people's lives got all type of floods coming in, but they refuse to say, help, Lord. Drowning. Read, please. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Passed over me. Then I said. Then I said. I am cast out of thy sight. You can get to a point where you say, ain't no more hope for me. I just can't be saved. I'm just going to live my life and whatever happened to me is going to happen to me. But you need to be saying, help, Lord. Because I'm still breathing, so that means there's a chance for me to get it right. I'm still breathing, so that means you ain't done completely. I could be in hell. I should be in hell, but you're still working with me. So help, Lord. He said water, waves came over me. Come on. Then said I, I say? am cast out of thy sight. How many times in sin did we think we were done? Right, brother. Some of us was at drug tables thinking we going to OD. Some had guns put to our head. Some of us was in knife fights and game banging and all that stuff. And the devil said, you doomed now for air. Yep. This the last time. When a person's drowning, they go down and they come back up. And they go down again and they come back up. Read, 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 read what he says. Read. Yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Come on. The waters can pass me about even to the soul. They came even to the soul. Come on, come on. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped around my head. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. There are sins that every time you think you got out of it, it pulled you back down. I went down to the bottoms of you the mountains. You smoking weed for a whole week. Next thing you know, it pulled you back down. And there were times we thought we were out of sin. We said, I ain't going to do that no more. And you did good for a whole week. And the next thing you know, it pulled you back down. And the song said, I was going down for the last time. No one heard my cry. My footsteps nearly drifted, drifting with the tide. Then a hand from out of nowhere. We were drowning. But one more time, a hand from out of nowhere gently slipped in mine. And I thank God he found me just in time, just before the waves of thunder had rocked my soul to sleep. One song said, I was sinking, deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more, but the master heard my despairing cry from the waters, lifted me, now safe. Somebody's drowning this afternoon. You're drowning in sin. You're drowning in problems. There's somebody who says, every time you think you got victory, that thing pull you back down. Thought I had control of my mouth. Next thing you know, it pulled me back down again. Somebody need to do this. Luke 14.30. Let's close with this. Luke 14.30. Thank God for help. Thank God God is our present help. Whatever you need this afternoon, he's, he'll help you. Saying, Peter was walking on water, and all of a sudden, he started sinking. Mm -hmm. And there are people this afternoon, 
you're sinking. But your pride won't let you say what Peter said. Your pride won't let you say these words. Saying, what? this man began to build and was not able to finish. Matthew 14.30, I'm sorry. Matthew 14.30. Peter started to sink. And many of us in sin, we started sinking. And the only thing that helped us was we had to say something. But when he saw the wind boisterous. He saw the wind boisterous. He was afraid. He was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. If you're in sin this afternoon, if you're in a battle this afternoon, and you just can't seem to get victory, you make progress and then next thing you know, you're back there again. If you're in a, a sinful condition, and every time you think you out, you back into that same sin. If you'll do this this afternoon, if you do what Peter said, he said, Lord, save me. All of us had to do that one day. God, I need some help. People's pride, they don't want to ask for help. People would rather go down in flames. They'd rather drown. The water is all the way up to here. You drowning and you refuse to say, help me. You got all this help around you, but refuse to say help. People try and act the part. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. And you know you're miserable. You know you're guilty. You know your life is not fulfilled. You know it. And yet you're going to try and act the part. No, no, I'll be all right. And you're drowning. And one time, you're going to go down for the last time. My Lord. Never to come up again. But we serve a God that can untangle that seaweed. Amen. Jonah talked about the weeds. That was weeds in the Red Sea. God is able to untangle those seaweeds and pull you out. And then you'll start saying, love lifted me. Amen. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help. Because I went the distance. It took the love of God. But thank God he helped me. Help, Lord. God bless you as I pray. We hope you have enjoyed Gospel Time today. If we can be of any help, please let us know by writing to The Church of God at 4601 South Drexel Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois 60653 or phone 773-548-7133. If you would like to visit with us, our order of service is as follows. Sunday morning Bible school at 9.15 a.m. Sunday morning worship service, 11 o'clock a.m. Sunday night worship service at 5 p.m. Tuesday night worship service at 7 p.m. Prayer service on Thursday at 12 noon. And Friday night Bible class at 7 p.m. Visit us at, at our website and like us on Facebook at churchofgodofchicago.com. Also join us live on Periscope at C-O-G-O-C, Gospel Time. As we bring this message to a close, we would like to leave these scriptures from the Word of God with you. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 6 and 7. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. The musician for today has been our pianist, Sister Naomi Horton. Your reader and announcer for today has been Sister Alice Allen. May God bless and keep you. We thank God for the 
word of God on this afternoon. And the cry is, help, Lord. You know, usually when a person orders help, that's usually a, 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 a sound of urgency. When things are going good, you usually don't hear nobody saying help. But help is usually called when there's a distress situation or there's a danger presenting me and help goes up. I'm in a place where my life is threatened. I'm, I'm, I'm in a dangerous situation and I begin to holler, help. Well, the psalmist, the first scripture Eladarius read was the psalmist cried out a sense of urgency. Help, Lord. Amen. There's some here in the audience and some that out and that watches us and you're in a bad situation this morning. Amen. God wouldn't send this message if there wasn't a need this morning. A fireman doesn't respond to a fire unless there's a, a need. There is a fire there. They don't come out just to come, but there's usually a call coming, 911. I got a situation. I need help now. There's someone else at my back door, and I need help. I don't need to come five minutes later, but I need to come now. Why? It's urgent. And if you're not here, if you're, not, if you're here and you're not saved this morning, you're here and you're, you're watching us here, and if you're not saved, there needs to be a, a sense of urgency. See, the enemy has a way of making us feel that we have time. That's one of the greatest avenues the devil has used against mankind is a promise of you got time. How many people were in, were in urgent situations and they thought they had time? Only to find out that time wasn't there. When a person is drowning in a river or wherever he's drowning, drowning that's, that's an urgent situation. It's so urgent, if, 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 if no one don't respond soon, he's going to perish. Well, there's things that we face in this life. First of all, if you're not saved, some things, you know, the devil wants to destroy your life. All the devil wants us to do, wants you to do is stay in sin long enough that you can die lost. He'll have you chasing a, a, a vain dream. He'll have, they have the, the illustration of a of a donkey chasing a carrot. They have a donkey, they have a little stick with a carrot on it, and they keep it before the donkey, and he constantly going, going, trying to get it, but he'll never get it. What well, can person control it will not let him get it. But he'll promise it to him. Mm-hmm. Devil promise us many things. There's people in hell that's lost right now chasing what the devil promised. It's going to get better, and it never got better. Well, we're not going to be preaching a message, but there's a cry this morning. Even that saints of God, as we, as we go through life, sometimes we need God to help us. Amen. David, no matter how great David was, David said, Lord, except you've been my help. Don't tell me I'm so strong. Don't say how long I've been saved. Don't tell me how long I've been around. God, if you don't help me, I can't make it. Don't tell me scriptures I know and you have such a lovely voice. But Lord, God, if you don't help me, I can't make it. And the devil, our former pastor used the illustration. He said, we don't, he said, people don't use horse sense. He said, now a horse, you can, you can lead a horse down a path. If the horse in front of them stumbles over a rock or a hole, you cannot get those other horses to go that way. They're going to go all around. While they saw the one in front hurt, there's no way. 
but we're humans, you know, we, people fall into sin and, 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 and pitfalls, and we, but we, we, we small, we ain't going to make it, go right in the same hole. People leave God and come back and tell us, ain't nothing out there. Ain't saying nothing out there, and don't make us feel well. It, it's gonna be different for you. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing out there. Mm. Don't even use horse sense. See, drugs are destroying people's lives, and and alcohol, and just seeing destroying young people. And we go out there like it ain't gonna happen to me. Let's stand. We would tonight, this morning. In the book of St. John, this will be, will be two verses here. St. John, the fifth chapter, verse 39 and verse 40. Jesus was telling us what to do. St. John 5, 39 and 40, just those two verses as, God, as we stand. St. John 5, 39. Search the scriptures. And like Jesus and I, see, everybody want to go to heaven. But... God has a certain way for us to go to heaven. Jesus said, search the scriptures, read it for us. For in them ye think ye have eternal life. Jesus said, take your time and, and search the word of God. Read it for us. And they are they which testify of me. Because the Bible is going to tell about the life of Christ. It ain't going to tell you about church joining. It won't say do the best you can. The scripture is going to show us the holiness of God. But read the next verse. And ye will not come to me. That ye might have life. But Jesus said, but you, but you won't come to me. We'll try every else. We'll try programs and new jobs and relocation and all that. But Jesus said, but you won't come to me. You wonder why you're still struggling? You wonder why you're having hard times? Because you won't, Jesus, you won't come to me. You know why you're still distressed and can't sleep at night? Jesus said, because you won't come to me. You chased a dream and all American and the, and the mighty dollar, all that. But Jesus said, but you won't come to me. That you might have a life. So precious soul, we love you this morning. The reason why we do what we do, the Bible says the love of God constrains us. Have a love for the souls. One day we were lost. We were, we were on the other side, looking in, longing, miserable. But we heard a, we heard a message one day that Jesus saves that God could change. And, we and one day we said, help, Lord. Yes. Help us, Lord. So the choir gives us a song. If you're here in our audience and you know right now that your life is not right with God, you know it. God's been troubling you. God's been showing you. You know it. We invite you to come this morning. We're at a prayer room to my left, to my right. There's some will meet with you. They will pray with you to help you make this thing right. Even as saints, God's people, which if you're struggling with something this morning, thank God there's still, there's still help for us. They were trying to worry somebody, trying to tell you to give up. This is your last day of standing, so you can't take it. Help, Lord. As the choir would give us a song. Is there one? Is there one? God, I'm drowning. God, I'm going down. God, I feel myself going down. I'm trying to hold on to the wall, but I, I'm slipping, God. God, will you help me this morning? I'm in a relationship with God when a young man abusing me, and I'm in, I'm in trouble, and this, Lord, will you help me this morning? 
God, I once knew you. I once served you, God, but the devil tricked me and led me far away from God. But Lord, will you help me this morning? God, will you give me, God, will you give me a mind to come back? Lord, will you help me, God? God is still calling this morning. Amen. As God is passing through the audience, as God's passing through the media land and talking to people's hearts. Songs of the Lord, don't, don't pass me about. God sent you coming my way this morning. God, I've tried everything else, but God, I'm still miserable. God, don't pass me by. Is there one more that will come? See your need this morning. Help me, Lord. Help me, God. Lord, will you help me, God? And like it was said, you won't be able to get help unless you acknowledge your need for help. If a person is drowning and they don't acknowledge it, you won't be rescued. If your house is on fire, the firemen don't know your house is on fire. You got to call, tell somebody, I'm in trouble. Well, God is so faithful. All God want to see is if you're you willing. Lord, will you help me this morning? God, will you help me this morning? Is there one more that will come? We don't want to hold it. We don't want to prolong the service. But I believe that there's some, there's some that in hell right now wish they could sit in one more altar call. If I hear God plead with me, Lord, just one more time. I respond. But death caught them and now they're lost. Give the chorus one more time to help someone. One more time. Will you give us the chorus, please? God is calling. God is waiting. God is waiting. God is waiting. God is waiting. one more verse pass me not pass me not one more verse pass me not is there one more that would come while God is calling while God is pleading last course we're gonna let you go one more course one more course God is doing all he can God is pleading God is calling Lord wild on others God wild on others
Thank you, choir. You may be seated. Amen. It's often been said, this will all be over after a while. Nobody pleading with us, no one crying, and we're all going to be standing before God to give an account of the things we've done in this life. And the best time to call for help is now. Help, Lord. Amen. Thank God for the word of God this morning. And thank God for those that pressed out to be with us and those that tuned in on the various social medias. Thank God for your support. And at this time, you like to acknowledge any guests that we might have this morning. Always good to have guests. Any guests here this morning? Say invited to guests or you just came on your own. I'm glad to have you. Hey, my brother. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to say something, that's fine. Feel free. If not, there's no bad feelings. Okay. Amen. 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 And we're glad you came. And you have a standing invitation to come back anytime you want to. Thank God to have you. Pray that God will help you. Whatever you need is, help, Lord. Amen. This is my brother. Okay. Amen. Amen. My God. Amen. 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 God bless you, brother Tommy. Amen. Amen. God is real. Let's pray for my brother. Thank God for you pressing out this morning, my brother. Amen. There's nothing too hard for God. Something that brother says. Sometimes we carry burdens needlessly. I give it to God. Anyone else? Any more guests? No more guests, all right. This is Barry announcements. Okay. Said our announcements. Let us please consider the following announcements. There will be encouragement service on this evening, 4 o'clock p.m., encouragement service. The members of the encouragement committee, it's requested that you please meet here in the upper chapel at 2.30 p.m. Again, members of the encouragement committee are meeting here at 2.30 p.m. Members of group number five, please meet in the choir stand after we dismiss. If you are in group number five, please meet in the choir stand after dismissal. Those interested in attending the senior brunch to be held here at the church house on Saturday, November the 11th, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., if you are between the ages of 60 years of age and up, it's requested that you please sign your name on the sheet in the back at the usher's desk. They want you to know that the attire is regular church attire and they're requesting no children, please. Amen. A table will be set up in the lower chapel on this morning um, for those that wish to support the Busy Bee fundraiser. Lord willing, that will be held on Sunday, the, November the 5th in the annex from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. The deadline is today and your support is needed and appreciated. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for the announcement. Let's govern ourselves accordingly.
to him. Remember Pastor Deuce while he's away. God will bless him and use him and bring him back safe. And uh, that announcement, I just made that 60, that 60 so I, 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 I participate in that brunch. <laughs> Amen. Just made 60 years old the 28th. Amen. All right. Hey, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, so um, let's consider the announcements. Anybody there's had an announcement you want to mention to us? And um, let's come, those who can, let's come back. Amen. Amen. Still service tonight. Yes, amen. amen. Thank God for the good singing this morning. We enjoyed that. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the choir. All right. I just want to let the saints know um, first off, continue to pray for Sister Judy. Uh, several of the ministers went there to, to pray for her. I think Brother Arnold, Brother Lattimore, and uh, Brother Kenny may be headed there as well. So let's continue to remember her in prayer that God will bless her. We're expecting God to work. Yes, sir. And uh, he did that before on her behalf, and we're looking for him to do it again. I just wanted to let the saints know I will not be out tonight nor Tuesday. I have to go out of town for work tonight, actually. So I'll be getting back late Tuesday night. So please remember me in prayer, but I don't want to give an account of my whereabouts. I won't be out tonight or Tuesday, so remember me in prayer. Thank you, Brother Brown. Good example. Yeah. Amen. Preach the gospel and go to work. <laughs> Amen. Let's stand, we would. Amen. Take care of his family. We're natural and spiritual. Take care of his family. Amen. That's still the gospel. Vice said, man, don't work, don't let him eat. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's good. That's, that's good. That's just all around good teaching. We're not so spiritual that we can't be natural too. But it's a balance. That's what makes salvation wonderful because it's a balanced life. Amen. All right. Sister Dolores, can you lead us in prayer, my sister? Dismiss us. Amen. Thank you, Father. We give you glory and praise for your goodness unto us, Lord. We thank you, dear God, for the message we heard today. Truly, Lord, our souls were blessed. We pray, Father, that those, dear God, that uh, need to be saved, dear God, will consider the message. Yes, my God. For it's eternally too late. Now, Father, we pray that you bless us as we go. Bless each car, each truck, dear God, each van. Whatever way you got here, dear God, we pray that you have safety back to your destination. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you, and we love you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Members of Group 5, this meeting is for those that are going to Michigan next week. All members of Group 5 that are going to Michigan next week, if you can meet us in the choir stand.